0: Okay. Hi, John.
1: Hello, Sue. Hey. Welcome. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you. We're going to continue um, our discussion on various topics that I think might be of interest to people, um, specifically with metabolic syndrome, but also just, just general health information that I think could be valuable to everybody out there. Um, I have heard... A lot more recently about adaptogens and I wanted to see if you could give us a little bit more of an understanding of exactly what is an adaptogen and how they can be used.
1: Well Sue uh, that's a very astute question because everybody knows that stress is a major factor in everyday life and uh, the old statement that stress kills is mm. true. Yeah. All right. So stress is a a factor in everything from metabolic syndrome to high blood pressure, which is a a, a part of metabolic syndrome, and excessive weight gain. So it's important, I think, that we understand what an adaptogen is Mm -hmm. and then what it's utilized for. Adaptogens or adaptogenic substances are used in herbal medicine for the stabilization of physiological processes and the promotion of homeostasis, which is the balance of the body. Adaptogens specifically are non-toxic plants that help the body resist stressors of all kinds, whether they're physical, chemical, or biological. Now, These herbs and roots have been used for centuries in Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, in healing traditions, and they're having a renaissance today. they disappeared disappeared for... Many years when we've got into the process where we think a drug, a chemical, a pill every day is going to make the the whole world great and our body healthy. We've learned that that's not true. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, obviously it helps in some ways, but there's also a place for uh, traditional medicines and adaptogens fit into that category. The real concept of adaptogens was originally created in 1947 and it was used to describe any substance That was natural that may increase our body's resistance to stress. Now it also describes remedies that are thought to increase the resistance of organisms specifically to biological stress. Now for for an herb or a plant to be considered an adaptogen it requires that it must be non-toxic, non-specific and thought to affect physiology of the organism. Adaptogens may tweak hormone production and physiological responses to stress to ensure that, that our bodies, from our mind to our immune system to our energy levels, functions as it should. And the good thing about it is, is it's natural, it's plant-based, it fits into the category that the World Health Organization tried to promote when they stated that we all should eat a diet that is consistent with a diet that our genes became programmed to respond to. Many of the adaptogens that we specifically utilize today were plants that were consumed on a regular basis in ancient medicine, especially in ancient Eastern medicine. And there are specific adaptogens that are available today that do promote the body's ability to handle stress on a daily basis.
0: Okay, so if somebody was interested in adaptogens, where would they find more information about them?
1: The easiest way is to go uh, do research.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, type in the word adaptogen, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of information will come up. And as and as specifically to what what herbs are considered adaptogens, um, you know what what the health benefits are and what the risks are.
0: Mm-hmm. I know you've reper- referred people to PubMed.gov in the past. Do you? Would this be a source for people who wanted to do some kind of you know? Sometimes research, you know, rather than just going on the Internet because not everything that you see on the Internet is necessarily going to be true. So where would people find a credible source of information about adaptogens?
1: You're correct. PubMed is uh, the largest independent archive of clinical studies available in the world today. Mm -hmm. It will have information on there that is definitely you're able to utilize. The, the one thing I would say, you can't you don't want to just go on and, and type it in and research it because what's going to come up is all the marketing products, all the products that are being marketed, I should say. Right. It's better to have independent clinical studies that have been published, which means they've been peer-reviewed, and you can have at least a measure of confidence that they're reasonably accurate to find out if it, if it really is something that you... Would want to take. I'll give you an example just of one, okay, Okay. that is a common one and, and is used worldwide and for the reduction of stress or the ability to handle stress, and that's ashwagandha. Okay. But there's several out there for different areas, but remember they're non specific. They're all based on helping to help the body cope with issues of stress.
0: Awesome. Um, I know that you have spent many years researching in the area of metabolic syndrome, and that I know you have come up with formulas that have a particular um, you know um, ingredient profile that you would believe or that you have found will help people with particular issues related to metabolic syndrome. Now, is it correct that all your ingredients in your formulations are based on clinical research?
1: They are. Every single ingredient that we use in every formula have been extensively researched and proven to be effective.
0: Excellent. So people can, can have confidence in the kind of formulations that you've produced.
1: Yes. And they're all natural, plant-based, which means they're what we would consider genetically specific as per the World Health Organization's Technical Series Report 916.
0: Excellent. Thank you.